Hey everyone, you are listening to the Above the Tree Line podcast, where we take difficult questions about Christianity, faith, and culture and answer them through the lens of scripture. You can listen on your preferred podcast platform or watch online at youtube.com slash Austin Christian Fellowship. If you'd like to submit a question for us to address, you can do so at acfellowship.org slash podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Above the Tree Line. We are podcast. above the tree line. We are, we are above way up there. The tree line, thin air, highest point in Austin, Texas. We're not above the tree not line above here. The tree no, line. but we are but above the tree line. We're pretty high. We are, but we're not. So, <laughs> there's a good that beginning. Said, if you guys are liking <laughs> Above the Tree Line, I really encourage you to. By the go way, who there. are you? What's your name? My Introduce name yourself. Warren Thurston. And my name is Will Davis Jr. And we're above the tree line. Yes, we are above the tree You didn't do that. You no, didn't, I did no, not. No, you didn't. Because we've been recording so many of these oh now. Gosh. People know who Don't we are. Don't assume they know who you are. I do want to encourage you guys <laughs> to please go ahead and leave a review for us if you are enjoying the and podcast. Don't, this, obviously not this episode. Not this one. Please don't review this one based on that. But the other ones, if you're enjoying them, <laughs> please leave a review because that will actually help us reach more people with this content. And yes, we do please. want to continue to encourage you. Send us your questions at acfellowship.org slash podcast, and we will continue to do our best to answer them. Some of them have been pretty tricky. We've had fun. And this one We've I've actually fun. gone round and round about. And we have had some questions because in prior episodes, we have referenced rewards in heaven, our inheritance, riches in heaven. And that's leading people to ask the question, well, what exactly do our riches in heaven look like? What are what are our rewards in heaven? How do we get them? Can you lose them, etc.? So we're going to dive into all those questions. But first, I want to start with the passage from Matthew 6, where Jesus is talking about hmm. treasures in heaven. He says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. I love the word vermin. Who uses the word vermin anymore? What translation vermin. is that? This vermin. Is NIV. That's a great word. Vermin. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So. Wow. That's convicting. It is. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So I guess the first question is, these treasures, this inheritance, these rewards, what actually are they in heaven? That's a great question, and I don't know that I know. Um, there's all kinds of great theories. I know we'll have crowns in heaven that we get to cast at Jesus' feet. So I don't, I don't know what spiritual reward looks like in an eternal setting, um, especially when it's a spiritual reward, which I believe is in different levels. There's definitely there's rewards that are on levels in heaven. We'll talk about that probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's whatever it is. It's Jesus said, "Go get them." Yeah, that's it's something that he values. Mm-hmm. What got me about that verse you read in Matthew six? It just kills me. He he didn't say, "Look, it's okay if you store up treasures on earth as long as you also store up treasures in heaven." He didn't say that. He said, "Don't store Ugh. up treasures on earth." And that's what hit me when you read that. No, uh, I've got this thing like, oh, wait, stop. I need to go repent. He said, don't waste your time. Well, this is the same guy that also said, sell all your stuff. He did say that. Follow me. You go Give first. to the poor. You go first. <laughs> anyway, whatever the treasures are, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And they're of a spiritual nature. And they're eternal. And they're gifts from Jesus to us. And they're the rewards Imagine, you know, you've gotten a, a, a way to go from a boss or you've gotten a, bo- a bonus or a pay raise or your parents go, we're so proud of you. Imagine that from Jesus. That's what these are. 
So do you think a reward is an attaboy from Jesus? <laughs> an attaboy or an attagal. Um, it's a treasure. It's a reward. It's a, it's a, we see your fruit, and here's the reward for your fruit. But what is the I reward? I don't know. I don't have a clue. Is it a feeling? Is it joy? Is it a material yes, thing? Yes, yes, all the above. I have no idea. Because the reward it's really good. isn't just the salvation, because we get the no. salvation based on grace, but the rewards... Well, the, the biggest reward of heaven is the presence of God. Yes. Um, but everybody gets that who's saved. Everybody gets that who's saved. But there, there are levels of reward in heaven. And I don't know what that means, Lauren. I, I wish I could tell you this is what that means. I would be venturing out on very thin ice because nobody knows for sure. But there are going to be people that have greater rewards in heaven than others. And that's why Jesus said, store up treasures. Okay, I want to stop you right there, because we did a prior episode on faith versus works. Yes, so you are saved by faith. Yes. This is something that's given to everybody, like everybody who will accept it. Um, it's part of God's grace. So the rewards, however, are based on works. Yeah, it's, to, it's a post-salvation reality. Okay. So you cannot do anything to earn salvation. Right. After you're saved, everything you do applies to what happens to you in heaven. Every, I've got, I know business leaders in the city who calculate their decision-making, their giving, the way they run their businesses, because they want to be rich in heaven. They take Jesus quite literally, and they, like, they know every decision I make on earth will affect my eternity, and I'm trying to make the right decisions because I want to be rich in heaven. Jesus said that's okay. Do you so think you're that not... this means that you would have like a nicer abode <laughs> in heaven? or I don't know. Because here's the, I okay, do not know. Here's the thing. If I'm, I'm saying you can, you can ask me the same question over and over again, I'm gonna still tell you I don't okay. know. Well, if I want to <laughs> be rich in heaven, and I'm just like, man, I want to have a mansion. I want to have crowns. I'm gonna do everything I can on this earth to have treasures in heaven. Doesn't that seem greedy? No, because Jesus said it. Because you want to please your Father, and you want to please your heavenly your heavenly Father, and it's. The past is in the verse you just read. Go for it. Jesus said, swing for the fence. Does it matter the posture of your heart when you do it? Is there a formula where here, do all these things and you will be rich in heaven? I don't know that there's a formula. I know that we got permission, that Jesus encouraged it. He wants us to be successful as kingdom citizens. And he said, in order to be successful, you got to jettison all your pursuits down here that are going to just bring you earthly reward. And start thinking about eternity. So I take that real seriously. Like I have gifts and skills and that he needs me to bear fruit. Number one, to affect what's going on down here. But number two, because I'm going to stand before God and answer for everything I did. Did you use the gifts I gave you? And I want to get to heaven and meet the people that are in heaven because I helped them get there. I mean, God saves them, but you and I are going to play a role in that. Mm -hmm. Maybe this podcast will play a role in that. I want to meet those folks. I also want to meet the people before me that got me there mm -hmm. and taught me and wrote books and, and paved the way, you know? So I don't, I can't answer what, what I think they are. I can tell you that Jesus said, it's great and you want to have as many as you can. And so don't waste a bunch of time when you be, you could be accumulating eternal reward, chasing earthly reward that's going to decay when you're gone. Do you believe that God also gives us earthly rewards? 100%. So he gives us earthly rewards, but he doesn't want us to store up those treasures. But every blessing you receive, 
every God never gives you a blessing he intends you to keep down here okay rewards are for others down here he gives me money he gives me gifts skills and talents he gives me resources that's mine to steward for the benefit of others so he rewards me but my rewards and he may, he may reward me with a blessing with joy I think joy is a great reward or it's a reality of the presence of God but like if, if I'm if I'm a really great businessman and I know how to make money I just know how to, I just I can cough and earn money okay then God's given me that ability for his purposes, mm-hmm. not for mine. Mm-hmm. It's not so I can have all my mansions down here. I might have mansions up there. If I can make money hand over fist, it's to fund the kingdom. It's mm-hmm. to serve the poor. It's to, it's to solve problems. It's not mine. Blessings on earth are not for me. If you're doing all those things, if you're coughing and money is reproducing <laughs> Wouldn't itself, that, be great? that would be yes. fantastic. Um, but if you are making that kind of money and you are stewarding and you are giving to the poor, is it okay for you to also own a mansion? You're probably going to, you're probably going to have the, I know people that are, have people of significant means that some live, I would never say opulently, um, but they live, they have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm but they manage it well and they steward it well. I'm thinking of a family here in Austin that owns a very successful business and they can't, they can't give their money away fast enough. They keep making it so much. And they built a, they built a place here in the city that's for nonprofits to use. It's a conference center. It's really nice. And they won't let the nonprofits pay for it. They have the only, the nonprofit can only go if they're free. They'll let a, a for-profit pay for it. But these guys say we can't we can't give our money away fast enough because every time we give away God gives us more and they live very I've been in their houses they're very comfortable, but they're so generous, their 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 earthly expenses on themselves have not in any way hindered their generosity, they're so generous, and God keeps heaping blessing. But they so they have a nice home. Well, guess what? They have a small group in the home. They have people that come stay in their home. They have citywide meetings for leaders in their homes. They're stewarding it. So they're rich think, on earth, but they'll also be rich in heaven. Think about the guy with the upper room. Mm-hmm. The, the scene of the Last Supper and the, the birthplace of the church. His name is never mentioned in Scripture. That's a guy with, with wealth. Mm-hmm. That's a wealth. Think of Joseph of Arimathea. He's got spare tombs laying around. Okay, God used people of means for kingdom purposes. They had, and they had to have the money to do that. So there's nothing wrong with that. But don't you feel like in Scripture, though... <laughs> we are so off topic, there's by the way. There's this contract... No, Do this you see is what I did? Related. I pulled her off topic. This I did it. This is still related to the, the passage that we're okay. reading. So there seems to be a contrast between people who are rich in earth and people who are rich in heaven. And it almost makes it seem like those are two very different groups of people. The first will be last, the last will be first. But you're saying that you can be both. I, I don't know how rich on heaven a rich person on earth is going to be because... You think of somebody like, she's the classic example, Mother Teresa, who lived in the streets of Calcutta, India. I, I think she's going to be pretty wealthy in heaven. But I don't think it has to be mutually exclusive that you have wealth on earth and also have wealth in heaven. But I don't know what those those comparative rewards look like. I think of some people that you and I both know in Nicaragua or uh, my friend Jaya in India who are going to be in just in completely different levels of heaven because of how they suffered and had to give their lives away without the blessing of wealth on earth. I, I don't, I think that they're going to be in a different, I think mm-hmm. I could be wrong that what they're going to experience in eternity is going to be amazing to watch and see because of 
they haven't had the comfort that I have. I have some fruit, and I'm going to have some reward in heaven. I know that. But I also have a ton of comfort. And I think of my friends down in Nicaragua who don't have, they, they don't have any comfort. All they do is suffer, and they're still faithful to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be out there on the high-ranking neighborhoods in the kingdom. Okay, so <laughs> we know what Revelation says about heaven. Like, there's, there's no tears, there's no suffering. I'm also assuming that means there's no jealousy, I was just there's the same no thing. envy. Can there be envy? Like, what a nice house. Seriously, but think about it. If you... if God is everyone's father in heaven, and God is like, here, child, you get all of this, and then here's another child that's like, and you just get a little bit of this. In heaven, that child yeah. is not going to look at what the other person has. But, but it's, yeah, because you're thinking about it. I totally get it, Lauren. You're thinking about it as I would from an earthly perspective. But that, that, John, that John verse, grace upon grace, that first wave of grace that hits you is so breathtaking and so stunning that... It takes you, it's like, it's enough for eternity. And I'm going to be tasting that. And I'm going to be so enamored with the taste of God's presence and grace. I'm not going to have time to be concerned or or the ability to be concerned about what you next door are experiencing. Well, you're probably going to celebrate what that person has Um, because we're supposed to celebrate victories It's going to be a whole different, like grace is so stunning. Mm -hmm. The presence of God is so real that it's like, you're not going to care. But the, the, the thief on the cross who came to Christ in the last moment of his life is probably going to have a different level of reward than that person who served all his life in the kingdom. Both got grace. Both got this amazing taste of eternity. But that thief didn't get the chance to store up a lot of treasure in heaven. And most of the people listening do have that chance Mm -hmm. to store up treasure in heaven. And they should. So there's two theories of thought that I've researched. Oh, I love researching all the different opinions I'll pray from for religious pray scholars. For it's fascinating how two people <laughs> of the same faith can come to such a different conclusion. Poor Lauren. So there are two theories Way of thought. Way too much time on her hands. Sorry. If the riches, and you've kind of already made your point on what you think about this, but are the riches distributed equally or unequally? Because a lot of people will look at the parable of the, um, the workers at the vineyard. And some workers showed up early in the morning, and then some workers showed up at the end of the yeah. day, and then the yeah. vineyard owner gave them equal wages. Some people interpret that to say, God's going to g- distribute the wealth that's equally. A, that's a misinterpretation of, of um, the parable. That is not a parable about rewards in heaven. That's a parable about grace. Hmm. If I want to be generous to what I have, what is that to you? So... It's a parable about the scandal of grace that that thief on the cross. Yes, I was having this conversation in a really tough setting recently with some people who don't believe in Christianity and are going, well, how can a person be evil and mean all their life and come to Christ on their deathbed or before they get executed and get to heaven? That doesn't seem fair. It's not fair. Grace has nothing to do with what's fair. So that's the point of the vineyard story. Those guys worked in the field all day long. They were good people, and they worked real hard. And the guys who've been standing around all day long loitering about, they get hired at 6 o'clock, and they get the same payment. That's about grace. That's, that's about you, you're in the kingdom, and you're saved. and has nothing to do with now that you're saved, what your rewards are going to be in heaven. So people that apply that to heavenly rewards, I think, are misinterpreting it. Okay. It's about salvation. And God can save anybody he wants to. Because mm-hmm. the point is... No one deserves it. 
No one it's, deserves to be saved. It's, it's grace for everybody, including the guy who's been working the field all day long. The really good person, the nice person, he is as desperate for God as the person is who's, you think of the, as Hitler was. They're equally hmm. desperate. Mm-hmm. They're equally desperate. Okay, so you're in the camp of there will be unequal distribution of riches in heaven. What did you just put? What camp did you just put me in? There you just put me in a camp. Distribution of the, different d- different levels. Say it. Say it positively. Unequal distribution. No, say it positively. Some get more. Different some get levels less. of reward. Different levels of reward. Thank you. But Not unequal distribution. Unequal that makes God sound like no. It's different levels of reward. But it's earned. Oh my gosh! Can y'all say, no? Yes. 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 It's rewards earned. are earned. Rewards earned are yes. By you're, just, you're playing word games with me. I'm an old guy. Go slow. <laughs> slow down. So, <laughs> but the people who are in the the oh, what, what don't, did put they say? <laughs> don't put camp me in a camp. Don't put me in a camp. I'm not going to be in a camp. Okay. So the unequal distribution <laughs> camp. So they said that um, in Matthew 16 it says the Son of Man is going to come in His Father's glory with His angel, angels, and He will reward each person according to what they have done. So done. right there in Matthew 16, it's saying you will be rewarded mm-hmm. based on what you have done. Therefore, that kind of puts to bed the whole argument that we're all going to get it equally because we're not all doing the same yeah. things in this life. Yeah, you just made you just made my point. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to present you, both. Now you're in my camp with camps. me. We're both. No, you're in my camp <laughs> with me. <laughs> they wanted pre- present <laughs> the first one, um, but how? Okay, so if we want. By the way, there's also levels of punishment in hell. Ooh. So this works both directions. No, it's true. There, there's there's um, it would be more tolerable for these cities than this city. And these cities were really, really bad. But they're not gonna be they're not gonna suffer nearly as much, those people, as you are, because the revelation was different. He the servant who is a little bit disobedient and gets beaten with a few stripes. The servant who's really disobedient gets beaten with a lot of stripes. This works in both arenas. It works in hell and it works in heaven. There are levels of punishment. Hell's really, really bad. But that's why the books are opened, Revelation. So the first book is the book of life. Oops, I don't see Will's name in the book of life. Okay, so I've now got to judge Will and reward him or punish him based on what he's done. And hell's bad, but there's different levels. Justice is different in hell based on who you are and what you've done, just like reward is different in heaven. What about the people who have done all the works that seemingly would deserve rewards in heaven, but they do it without Jesus. This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he has sent. Mm. Jesus said that. Mic drop moment, by the way. That was pretty cool. This is the work <laughs> of God. The work of God is faith, belief. Am I gonna f- so the works are irrelevant. It's religion. Mm. You've been a great person, you, but you rejected Christ. That's the unpardonable sin. So guess but what? But even if you accept Christ, couldn't your work still be very religious? Yes, very legalistic and, and and have poor motives. Yes. And Paul said, I don't care what the motives are. I'm glad the gospel's being preached. They're preaching the gospel for bad motives, but guess what? The gospel's being preached. I'll let God sort all that out. But the point I want to get you thinking about, and maybe it's a podcast for the future, is yeah, there's different levels of punishment too, just like there's different levels of reward. Mm-hmm. It's not all the same. And that makes sense to me. That that would be a very interesting podcast if we <laughs> talked about the levels of hell. You guys, if that is something that you are interested in hearing Just Will think, talk about. Do you about want to live in Waco hell? for eternity or do you want to live in Estes Park, Colorado for eternity? 
how terrible Sorry. hell is. We could do a whole episode on Let's how not. awful that will That'll be. That'll be a popular episode. All three of us will love that one. But I do want to talk. I, I mean, there's there's more. We do have some submissions talking about Satan and his role in all of this. So we will dive into that. But if you guys do want to hear us talk more <laughs> about hell and the different levels that we'll just reference, you can do so by going to acfellowship.org slash podcast and just putting hell right there. In the, right in the text box right. and submit. Please put it in quotes. <laughs> Hell. But thank you. This is a this is a confusing topic, especially when you there, take the and there word, are more. They're obviously more confusing now than they were twenty right. minutes ago. When you take the word riches, because we're told don't love money. It's not easy for a rich man to get into heaven, but you're gonna have riches in heaven. So, so it is confusing. So bottom line it for me. Let me do this. Ephesians. Go read Ephesians chapter one, the first fourteen verses, and Paul lists spiritual blessings. And it has nothing to do with material things. And that's what Jesus talked about. They never emphasize the, the material as being a blessing. It's, it's a gift. It can make your life better and more comfortable. It's also not for you. Mm. The, the, the stuff Paul wants us to be rich in and Jesus wants us to be rich in is listed in Scripture. Psalm 103 lists it. Um, Ephesians 1 lists it. And you ought to go read those passages and put your brain there. Okay. Well, thank you. Not you, them. Not you. me. Them, Just you. them. Them, you. I'm, I'm a lost cause already. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Y'all are this awesome. This has been a fascinating Woo! topic. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Lauren. Go rest your brain after, yes. after this. Uh, but join us next week. We look forward to seeing you guys soon. <laughs>